Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. The title of our podcast today is The Spokane Killer, Serial Killer Robert Lee Yates Jr. We're going to talk about all of his dastardly deeds. But before we do, I want to remind everyone that we are a history slash true crime comedy podcast. Uh, and we use adult language, so if adult language offends you, go fuck yourself. No, no, there you no, go. No, no. <laughs> if you if if adult language offends you, please check out one of the other fine podcasts out there. Who I won't mention I'm their sure name now, now because you've insulted everyone. But um, we would like to re- uh, recommend a couple of other podcasts that we're currently working on. Um, one of the podcasts we're working on, Colonel and I, uh, is called Dead Ball. It's about um, baseball players who die early in their career. So please check it out. Uh, Dead Ball is available on iTunes. We also have a new podcast um, that is pretty exciting. It's on the paranormal, and that's a podcast that is uh, hosted by Brandy and our friend Rachel. So check out Haunted Visions, also available on iTunes. And then finally, um, soon, coming soon, a uh, well, I'll let I'll let the host tell you about that. And let me introduce our host right now: the very lovely and talented attorney at law, Dominique. How are you, Dominique? I'm doing great, Tim. I don't How know whether to call you Dominique or D. Fuck, your name changes every day. It does not change every day. You may call me Dominique. That is my name. I like to call it Dom Dom. You okay. are the only person in the world who's allowed to call me that. Okay. Um, I wouldn't even let him. So how are you, Dominique? Tell us about your new podcast. I'm great. So my podcast, it's actually not new. It's been in the making for um, actually a couple years now, but I kind of put it down for a while. Okay. Glad it wasn't bleeding, motherfucker. (laughs) Okay. Let's try to get through the introduction without being interrupted, Dominique. Um, so tell us I'm about. I'm just saying, and it works for two years. <laughs> what the fuck? I had building a bridge, you've motherfucker. Not, you've not been recognized yet. Yeah. Okay. I'm just asking. Dominic, I, what's I the had name kids. Of the so it is called Death's Door, and it is a weekly release. It examines a case off of death row in the United States, and it digs into some of the. Um, 
unexplored and underrepresented cases that you don't normally hear about on most true crime podcasts, mainly because uh, that's my legal background and uh, one of my big interests. So hopefully we'll be releasing it soon and hopefully you guys will like it. So these are cases where there might be some question as to guilt or innocence or something in the process might have gone awry or no the the cases range they're everywhere from people whose guilt is very clearly established and they have been executed to people who are still on death row um there are cases where there are questions of guilt and innocence uh there are cases uh where people have been exonerated um the fun of the show is that you don't really find out what's happened through the case until the end so it's i'm imagining that when you say the fun it's probably more fun for you than it is for the guy that's getting a lethal injection uh dominic we're looking forward to hearing do you have any idea when it might be you might drop it um i'm hoping to drop it in the next few weeks cool but in in your experience with this wouldn't you say that uh people that i mean in in there are cases where people have been exonerated. Actually, about statistically, roughly one in ten people who have been put on death row are exonerated through DNA evidence, yes. But don't you feel like those one in ten probably did something else during their lives that could probably justify some kind of punishment? No. I'm feeling exonerated right now. Okay, I'm just... just that's, that's really not how it works. I mean, if that's how it worked, you wouldn't be in this room <laughs> so yeah, you, you, you kind of probably don't want things to yeah. trend that way i guess we <laughs> don't want comment it's a slippery slope for your we? life yeah, never mind <laughs> let me <laughs> let me uh now introduce the lady who really needs no introduction so let's just skip it <laughs> <laughs> no just kidding a lady who is thrown, known throughout the land as brandy the benevolent her Majesty, Queen Brandy the First. How are you today, Brandy? I'm good, Timmy. How are you? Uh, that doesn't really matter. So well, you're right. But <laughs> I was being polite. <laughs> tell me something unimportant so we can move on to the next idiot. Well, somebody in this room, and I'm not going to mention any names, is in a bit of a mood. <laughs> a bit of a snit seems to be. So I don't have anything else to say. You can introduce Charles. Okay, let me do that. Let me introduce to you the most dangerous man in podcasting today, a man who is known as the moral compass of our podcast. No, he's not. He's been described as an oasis, Brandy. Never has. In the desert of despair. Nope. The very honorable, the reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hawk Waters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I ain't doing too damn good, Timmy. What's wrong, Colonel? Well, you know, I got because I, I I care about what you have to say. You know, I got the man sinus infection. Oh man, how are you even walking upright? It's prob- I know, you but know you know what? I showed up for this show. You did. I showed up because you. But you know why, Timmy? Brandy has a surgery. She's out weeks. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. You know what's happened is the spiders crawled up your nose and laid eggs in your sinuses. Oh I'm my God! Maybe it that might have been the eclipse. <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> It might have been the eclipse. Did you look straight at the sun? I did. Of course he did. I, <laughs> you know, I actually called him yesterday because he was number one on my list of people that I was very concerned about. Let me tell you something. Girl, lady on my team comes walking outside, looking up at the sky. What's everybody looking at? I'm like, are you kidding me right now? 
And so if she I'm, keeps I'm looking up, I'm bullshit. like, I don't think I don't think it makes you go blind because I have seen no blind no. people. I, well, there ain't and no I blind told people her, around here. She's looking at, and I'm like, stop looking at. I'm like, it's an eclipse. What do you mean? I'm like, the moon passes in front of the sun. It's a big deal. It's gonna, you know. Well, and she keeps looking at. I'm like, look, you're on the clock. I'm not listening to fucking workers' comp. I'm not. You said you cannot bring your dog up in here and try and have him lead you around. I'm not even gonna let you no, have a cane there, because it's your fault. There, there is I, so many laws you're breaking right now. I said, do not call me blind. I said, don't fucking call me if you go blind. Wait, don't call you blind or don't call you. Don't comma call me if you go blind. Don't call blind. Blind. Okay. Yeah, don't call. Don't call me blind. if you go blind. Just stay home. But here's what I don't get about it's the your whole fault. thing. It's like jabbing a knife because in your eye and wondering why you can't see. Neil, <laughs> Neil Tyson. Yeah. The Tyson guy. Yes. Um. Who's amazing? He hasn't explained this to me. It's bad to look directly at the sun, him? right? Okay. But the moon was blocking the sun. What I mean, was the danger? I I don't know. Tell me. You're the, the scientist here, clearly. I mean, clearly. Well, you know, they make it sound like it's, it, they make it sound like the eclipse is the only time you should not look at the sun. You really should not do that anytime. Yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah. It's just this is when people will be staring at the sun for hours, like How? on end. Which will cause severe damage. Do you know who ain't blind today? You. A bunch of dogs, because they got better sense than people. They don't look straight That's up That's always the sun. true. Okay. Yeah. Animals don't, but no. This is a I'm not doing good, but I'm here. I got sinus infection. I might have some retinal damage. I don't know. <laughs> I was very excited <clears throat> about the eclipse, because I thought it was going to happen during my nap time. And I thought, for once, my nap was going to be incredibly dark. For it two minutes. That dark. Well, no. I, how's how's your nanny, by the way? Oh, she's she, very nice. She's, she's she's a wonderful girl. Wonderful. She's wonderful. She, my house is clean. My kids are taken care of, and I'm wrangling you Does turkeys. Ever, do you, you ever raise the question why you have a nanny and not a job? <laughs> oh, that question gets raised in our family quite often. <laughs> Her, her I'm si- mad at her. That is a question that her sisters have yet to get a good answer on. <laughs> because you know, she can. Here, because no. she can, motherfuckers. Because uh, she can. When her sisters ask her that question, it's because I'm rich and you're poor, bitches. <laughs> that is, I, no, what? <laughs> I have never said that. That is not true. I have explained that I am not rich. <laughs> I happen to have a nanny because... I am planning on going back to work, and right now I'm wrangling you turkeys. Okay, okay so your nanny, let's face it, she's an illegal kind of Guatemala, right? <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. She is a lovely girl. Because Tim would like to date her. <laughs> right? Oh, no, 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 it's, you know. She's not there, going to Cozumel with you if that's what you're wondering. The answer's I, I no. Get a nice room. Um, it's hard Ocean to find. View. An, I, now, I had to go. Oh, I had I agree with Dom because I seen her search uh-huh. for this nanny. And once you get a good one, you better hold on to them because that was a difficult search for a nanny. It was. And but she's quite attractive. I understand. She's, oh, I think she's, she's a lovely young girl. Keep yeah. it in your pants. No. She's, <laughs> she's 25. Oh, she's right. That's on the oh high my. end of Timmy's age. <laughs> that's right. It's, yeah. yeah. It's on the high end. She is a beautiful um, Latino yeah. woman, oh. and oh my God. she has a background in early education. Is she single? She, and she's, she's in this not, country. She's um, not single. She's well. She. I mean, she's engaged. She 
she was she's a u.s citizen you guys know there are but latina is, people no, who are no, u.s like, citizens but she's in Jesus but she's Christ. but she's in this country which is a step up for most of timmy's other dates no, oh I, I yeah like well, like between me and he, i realize <laughs> he has a port in every store or a, a well day. some of them are out of the country some of them are incarcerated what? <laughs> but let me ask, yes. but let me ask you and, and of course we 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 love all people on this podcast <laughs> especially attractive ones so let me ask you uh, this thing with her fiance it's it's serious <laughs> serious enough for this some bitch to drop two thousand dollars on a ring so. well it might be serious on his part i don't know how she feels <laughs> My nanny is not engaged. Oh, she's not. Where are you guys getting she's this? Not engaged. You told me she was engaged. <laughs> so you told me she was engaged. <laughs> well, I had to get you to how shut up get, somehow. How do I get a proper introduction? I I have We're explained. We're friends on Facebook, Timmy. I'll hook you up. Absolutely not. I have. Exp- I won't even tell my uncle her real name. <laughs> I have explained that she is way too good for uh, for me. <laughs> Yes, for you, she is 25. She's an attractive, educated, 25-year-old woman. What the hell am you I? You get none of that. Who is wonderful with You're educated children. To me. Who degrees. is a delight to be, be several around. Degrees. She, I'm a delight? Am I a delight? You, you are. You are a goddamn delight to me. Thank you. Totally a delight. The I'm problem, very sweet okay, person. Well, I was being diplomatic, but the problem is I know one of her deal breakers, Tim, and it's eyebrows. Oh. <laughs> so. Okay, I don't get you every time. All right. Yeah, they well, do. I'm still in the game. She's got standards. <laughs> I'm still in the game. You are not in the game. You you have. You're not you, even in the stadium. <laughs> there, these eyebrows There is out. a litany <laughs> of deal breakers for her that you uh, are disqualified. Right. Well, I think you should, you know. I just wanted to spend a little more time with my nephew. That's all. I might have I have to borrow someone's kid so I can hire over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I the reason I have a nanny is because I will be going back to work. Hey. I am in the middle of a job search. We are also working on I can on see these your husband's <laughs> eyes rolling now. <laughs> you can hear him. <laughs> I think you're really confused about the podcasts he listens to. <laughs> All right, let's let's get to My Robert. husband doesn't want to lose her either. All right, let's get to Robert. She can't ever, He's working nights. She cannot right now. ever listen. She's gonna sue me. Oh, that's it. I'm dead. We have not disparaged the the beautiful no. young le- lady. We haven't said her name. I'm gonna end up You gave her a fake name anyway. I'm going to end up living like my sisters. <laughs> wow. All right. let's, I'm let's, just let's kidding. I love you guys, but they're the so mean to me. They are mean. Let's get to the story. Okay. Uh, Robert Lee Yates. Tell us a little bit about him there. Don't All right. Well, don't talk about my nanny for 10 minutes I'm and then rush me into the story. Right like now. you're new. Like he doesn't do that. Because she has to be friends with Dominique on Facebook. We right? are not Facebook friends. Yeah, I Dominique's her employer. That would be weird. at all. Look at my friend list, Timmy. You'll find her. All right. Go ahead, start, Don. So, Robert Lee Yates Jr. Mr. Yates was a decorated U.S. Army helicopter pilot who is responsible for the deaths of at least 16 women in the Spokane, Washington area from 1975 to 1998. Wow, you really didn't bury the lead there, Tim. <laughs> Never does. <laughs> right for it. 
So, um, all right, let's talk about Mr. Yates's early life. He was born in May 27th, on May 27th, 1952, in Anacortes, Washington. I'm sure we'll have plenty of listeners who let me know. I mispronounced that. that. Um, you have to be wrong once in your life. Are all three of you searching for my nanny right now? We are. <laughs> I can give a shit about your nanny, actually. Because all three of you are on your f- <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't give a damn about your nanny. I'm good. <laughs> all right. So, he was born to Anna Mae and Robert Lee Yates Sr. Wow. Growing up, Robert Yates Jr. was called Bobby. All right. So, in 1945, when Robert Yates Sr., so Bobby's father, was in high school. He came home from class to find that his mother was in the living room rocking back and forth in a chair, and in her hand was a bloody axe. Yes. In the bedroom, Robert Yates Sr. found his father, who had been hacked to pieces. His mother refused to speak of the crime and would spend the remainder of her life in an insane asylum. So did he do anything to her? Is this like a burning bed situation where she just finally had enough of him beating on her or was she just a loon? Maybe she just had the PMS. Yes, that's They probably didn't have no child. You know what it was? She had the PMS because back in, what was the the date back then? 1945. 1945. And that's before the, you know, women personal hygiene things came along. And she had to have socks and rags and whatnot down there. Stop and talking. I don't know. I that just can't was Reese's Cups invented by 1945? You know what was invented is a screwdriver. Well, I'm, I'm just asking. I need to. I need to start bringing a screwdriver. No, See, I'm. That's gonna, the problem. I'm going to start bringing an axe. <laughs> uh, what do you think caused Lizzie Borden to do it? Uh, there's actually not lack of Reese's Cups. There's lack of evidence in the Lizzie Borden case, but I digress. The point is, in 1945, my guess would be that, yes, considering that domestic violence was something that was readily accepted, it was very accepted, that he probably... there Not was by her. There was probably <laughs> something <laughs> that led up to this, this hacking away event. You don't know. She could have snapped. She could have just fucking snapped. Yeah, but you know what, Brandy? I think as women, we can agree... That when we snap, oh here we go. It's because of decades of bullshit. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's what causes you know. Don't put up with that shit. (sighs) So anyway, despite this trauma, Robert Senior was actually pretty normal. (laughs) After (laughs) (laughs) apparently, he found his father hacked to pieces with his wife. Holding a bloody axe, she was shipped away to a mental institution. His mother was. Yes. Okay. But he ended up being a pretty normal guy. After high school, he met and married Anna May, and Robert Jr. was born in 1952. So far, sounds like the beginning of a good country song. Um, okay. Okay. There, uh, is a, there is a very specific bluegrass genre about murder yeah Yeah. and it's really Mm -hmm. fascinating because of the of the way that the the songs are played and sort of the upbeat tunes but then david brothers have one i kill sally's lover it's a blue glass 
shanked him. But it's it's a very specific niche, but it's I listened to a, an episode on NPR about it, and it was very interesting. Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> well, you know what else is an interesting <laughs> Candy Crush? So oh, it's very interesting. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Tim's still looking for your nanny over here. Good yeah. Lord. If I see any zippers come undone, I'm I'm out for good. I'm sending her a gift. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my Perfect. god. I think it's GIF. Is it GIF or GIF? There's a big debate around that. Don't bring it up okay. because we'll never get through this show. I'm a GIF person. It's of a little man who gets an erection. <laughs> <laughs> If you sexually harass my nanny, I never th- even consider that. I will have it's not harassment. It's just sexual. It's just saying hi. You're just saying I do. I will explain to her. Will you introduce tell me? You. Seriously, I mean, she's single. I'm single. What's the deal? First of all, she's not single. You she, she has went? a live-in boyfriend. She is very much in love with him. They have a dog. They have a life and a, a relationship. They, what the fuck does that mean? They got a dog. Me and Renee got a dog. <laughs> Doesn't mean your relationship's serious at all. <laughs> yeah. You also have three children, so you know. Still doesn't mean anything. I kind of like the dog better. Oh my. <laughs> all right, but you promised me if something happens with the live-in boyfriend, you hook me up. I am never going to hook you up with my nanny. Ever, ever, ever. So, you know why, Tim? Seems selfish. You sound on the fence there. <laughs> yeah. So, so what are you saying? That is a soft, yet, soft no right now. Tim, my nanny wants kids and a husband and That's a right. functional relationship. Sure. Oh, functional relationship. Yeah, you can't do that. Do you want... I, I, no, I don't want any of that. I just... I'll <laughs> go with her. She doesn't need a lesson in why she needs to avoid men 30 years older yeah, than does. her. She really, does. she really doesn't. She's 30. a smart I'm only woman. 28 years older. Just her. trying to help. <clears throat> She's very attractive. Are you sure? I can't have no babies, though. Thank Jesus. We know. <laughs> we know all about your scrotum issues. <laughs> all right. So tell me, tell me more. Guy got his mom <laughs> hacked up. <laughs> Which is actually less gross. <laughs> Which is, yeah. Which I would absolutely rather hear about. <laughs> it was, which was actually less brutal than my vasectomy. Oh my God, don't start. Don't <laughs> okay, start. I'm just saying. No. Least that poor bastard didn't get numbing shots. In, he didn't get needles stuck in his balls. You know what my husband said about the numbing shots when I asked him? After all your description of how mm. terrible it was, I said, Now remember, how I are got big shots? balls. But go ahead. Don't, don't talk about my <laughs> husband's balls because you don't want to start that. Just tell me what he said. I said, how were the shots? Was it okay? He goes, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't great. I didn't enjoy it, but it wasn't, like, terrible. Which goes to show what I have said all along, which That's is you are the biggest baby I have ever met in my I life. I believe they used electricity to <laughs> give me my shots. They did. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what happened. Well, you know, they had they had to get, he had to get a vasectomy. Otherwise, they would have had to hire another nanny. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> she gets expensive. Yeah, I know. Oh, you're telling me. Oh, okay, so Robert Yates Jr. grew up in Oak Harbor, Washington. His family was middle class, and by all accounts, Robert had a normal relationship with his father, 
but his relationship with his mother was strained. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? But I funny? bet he didn't backtalk her ass. <laughs> no. I don't think you understand. Junior. Under- Junior. Oh, I don't okay. think you understand the story. I got my mixed up. <laughs> okay. So Stay th- on topic and I'll be able to follow this. I know I'll listen to this. Recap, Timmy. Well, his grandmother okay. uh, chopped up his grandfather, but uh, and then the, uh, his father had a normal life. He got married to Anna May or whoever, and they had Robert <laughs> Jr. <laughs> Robert Jr. had a good relationship with his father, but his relationship with his mother was quite strained. Okay. Correct. So, Robert Yates Jr. was known as Bobby. Little Bobby Yates. Little Bobby Yates. Little Bobby Yates's father is the one who found his father hacked to pieces. So Bobby's grandfather was hacked to pieces by his grandmother. Bobby's relationship with his father was good. I wonder if she was one of those cookie-making grandmothers. (laughs) I kind of bet no. (laughs) You know you got to clean that shit up yourself. I know. That's a bitch. What, when you you bake? When you murder someone. No, when somebody shoots themselves and gets hacked up in your house. Oh, no, no, they have cleaning services for that. They do, but they're expensive, and you got to clean them. Or you got a nanny for that. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you not hire? It's worth the investment. Because I'm going to be dead. I ain't going to hire nobody. That's true. You will be be the person who's... cleaning up. So, okay, so... Jesus Christ. Big Bob. (laughs) Big Big Bob wasn't damaged by his mother hacking up. Well, his father, he, so they, he gets married and has little Bobby. So here's, yeah, right. So BJ, here's, if you will. <laughs> I'm not calling him BJ. I Robert's mother was a devout Seventh-day Adventist and a strict disciplinarian. That's a very strict religion. Yes. She would make Robert Jr. read the Bible aloud, standing in the living room for two hours every evening. My Why? God. Why standing I, in the middle of the living room? Can't he read it on the couch? That's well, weird. he had to stand to show his... Well, remember, this is the early 1950s. I mean, I had television. It might have been the entertainment. Yeah, yeah it might have been. So they're throwing shit at him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was working on his presentation. Oh, poor guy. Anime would beat young Robert with a belt for the smallest infraction. She also theory. made a point to humiliate Robert in front of his friends. Why are all of the people we covered always getting humiliated as children? Is this a running? Do you Google murderers <laughs> who were humiliated you as know, I children? Have da- I have a database that it goes. Uh, it's uh, I'm not going to say where it's from, but it's from a university, and they have social workers go out and um, interview and do psych socials on these serial killers, and that's where I get a lot of this information. So. Oh. Some of it we make up. No, no, no. It's Radford <laughs> University. It's 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 it's, it's, oh, no. it's all right. It's all right. We should cite. We should give them credit because we get a lot of good information from them. Um, fair enough. Okay. I mean, every everyone. I think on, every serial killer has either pissed himself or been beaten. Sometimes at the same time. At <laughs> the same time, yeah. Every yeah, at the same time. Every serial killer has had some sort of psychiatric break. Yeah. And um, lack of uh, incontinence is one of the um, side effects of a of a psychiatric break, as are many other things. Playing with your own feces. I Um, would say that would be one. What about rubbing off your eyebrows? No, that's Mm -hmm. not. 
Are you sure? No, I'd that's really th- I would really think about that. That's for a just second. a form of a. Tr- Neur- to, what's the what's the um, when you pull out your hair because of anxiety? Trigonosis or something. It's trichinosis. not trichinosis. It's that's, trichinosis. A, that's an trichinosis. STD. You Appalachia. Appalachia. It's trichinosis. Is it STD? It's something. Trichinosis. Yeah, look it up. It's a it's a disease spread through sexual contact. But, okay, but your hair thing from bad meat or something. Ah, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely from bad meat. Okay, so anyway, um, now. Sure, nanny, know I have a law degree. <laughs> but you're not a lawyer. My nanny doesn't know you exist. Yeah, let's change that. No. <laughs> yeah, let's introduce it's her to so the boy. So creepy right now. I know. Why? I, She's I, such I, can, aunt. I can just. Trichotillomania. There you go. Is when you like pull your Trico, pull hair out or trichotillomania is when you pull your own hair out. Now look up trichinos trichinosis or what is it when you pull your own pubic hair out? That's actually you know what that is. That's fun. Well, oh, okay. oh, I don't like that trichinosis stuff. I told you. All right, back to the back um, to the story. Focus. That's something a lot of people who okay fine. I was going to give you some interesting information. Yeah, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so. Oh, this is awful. She would make him remove his pants and beat his bare bottom with a belt in front of his his classmates and friends. Despite the difficult relationship with his mother, Robert managed to do very well in school. I think I'm picking up on maybe why their relationship was a little strained. That is terrible. But Norman loved his mother. (laughs) (laughs) Yates graduated from Oak Harbor High School in 1970 And in 1972 he married Also known as O-H-H-S Yes What the fuck Just saying Oak Oak Harbor High School I (laughs) O-H-H-S Right Randy Yes I I think you're I think you're a goddamn genius Rah, rah. I mean, is that where you graduated? Are we ever going to hear about this motherfucker killing somebody? <laughs> he married, so he marries Shirley Nylander, but the marriage didn't last long. Aww. There was not a formal ending to the marriage. They just kind of said, <laughs> "Fuck it," walked out. Apparently, but I guess people do that. So, in July, <laughs> that does happen quite a bit, actually. I know. I, in July 14th, 1974. I worked in child support. And you, as you know, in child support, uh, the the if you're married to someone, if a woman's Can married to a man. Can I go eat my lunch and come back when it's my <laughs> No, if a woman's married to a man and she has a child and they're married, the court recognizes the husband as the father regardless if he's the physical father or not. Right. So, we've, so heard we, that. we've heard. But there, I mean, there are people who were separated for like years right decades and you know and they just never formally got divorced would end up owing child support because of it yeah Yeah. well get your divorces people that is yeah i'm happy to say i've all i've i've broken off every engagement i've been in before (laughs) it got to that point um all right so in july 14th 1974 Yates married Linda Brewer. However, that marriage was annulled. Well, probably because he was already married. 
Well, yeah, it was annulled when the court found out he was still legally married to his first wife. There we go. Uh, his divorce from Nylander was finalized in 1975, and he remarried Linda Brewer in 1976, and they started a family together. I mean, one thing to keep in mind at this point is it was actually fairly difficult to get a divorce in these days. So, you know, that could have had a lot to do with the fact that people... Yeah, wanted, yeah, I don't want to hear excuses. What's that? You had to show cause. Right. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people went to Mexico because they could do it there. I know. Well, you can do it in Mexico. <laughs> I, we I can trust me, to Colonel. You can do it. Yeah, you can do it there. I want to know zero things that you do in Mexico. <laughs> Literally, I don't even want to know where Beautiful you stay. Beautiful in Mexico. In 1975, he was hired by the Washington State Department of Corrections. Oh wow. Cool. Irony. <laughs> To work as a prison guard at the Washington State Penitentiary in Walla Walla. Walla Walla. I love Walla Walla. Do you? <laughs> I oh, know. my when God. I was, when I was writing the script, I said, I know Brandy's going to love this. I love Walla Walla. It's the best named get, place I, ever. I'm going to get you a Walla Walla U t-shirt. Oh, my God. I it's, would love that. It's, it's, not, it's not a great prison. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> it's in Walla Walla. It's Are you a, kidding me? Walla Walla Walla. It's the same prison that would later serve as uh, Washington's death row. After Whatever. working there for six months, Yates enlisted in the United States Army, in which he became certified to fly civilian transport airplanes and helicopters. Yeah, this guy becomes a very decorated soldier. Really? Yeah. yeah he has, a, he has a really good career. Huh. Is yeah. that in your part? No, it's in your part that you fucking stole <laughs> from me when you came in this morning. I didn't... St <laughs> Excuse me. I was rang... I have made it very clear that this is my nap time. I was wrangled into this. All right. All right. Continue. Yates was stationed. Oh, thank you, Tim. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Yates was stationed in various countries outside the continental United States. How tall is she? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just curious. It doesn't fucking matter unless her name is BJ here that we're trying to <laughs> learn about. All right, I'm sorry. She's about five five. You know Perfect. what? Here in about ten minutes, you're gonna start giving us wrap it up. Come on, we gotta <laughs> right? go. I gotta yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he <laughs> Until was. Until we get to your part. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is great. He was he was stationed in various countries outside of the continental United States because, you know, there are so many inside the continental United hey, States. You know. But you know what? It's a oh. one. Uh, it's. I'd be curious to know what his activities were outside the U.S. Oh, you know, and had you he, know what? Yeah. When serial killers have like served in the military prior and have been like at they leave war, a path of destruction. Oh, it all. I always think yeah. about that. Like how it, the story is probably worse worse than we know. Yes. So, including Germany and later Somalia during the United Nations peacekeeping mission in the... Like Somalia don't have enough fucking problems. They got to have to bring over this guy. <laughs> right. Let's bring over Bobby. To <laughs> he'll solve our issues. Fucking Bobby. <laughs> fucking Bobby. Not bad enough. We're starving. So fucking death was it a famine or was it Bobby? <laughs> um, 50-50. Yeah. So, anyway, that was the early 90s. Yates earned several military awards and medals during his 19-year military career, including three Army Achievement Medals, three Army Com Commendation Medals. I don't want to get Jason Dyke's ass all over me. 
commendation, more than one syllable. Two armed forces. Seems a little harsh. Did they have a choking medal? It's only harsh because he didn't say it about you. That was <coughs> that was very hurtful. See, people think that podcast hosts don't have feelings. They she think we don't have don't. feelings. I have feelings, and I would love to express them to John and Maria. <laughs> <laughs> Is her name Maria? No. Uh, that's kind of a. That's absolutely not. <laughs> All right. She's named after a car. All right. She's not a stripper. Spewick. She's Buick. not Buick. named Buick. after <laughs> an enclave. What? <laughs> God damn it. Now, I'm teetering on the edge of my seat to find out what he did to these Somali pirates. Somali pirates. <laughs> Continue. Uh, yeah, we're watching Hanks. Captain Phillips or whatever. I was going to say, this is not a Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> okay, well, which, by the way, was a good movie. I am your captain now. I thought, motherfucker, I thought you was out of this podcast. <laughs> no, I know. Every time he says it, every time. I'm not going to say anything. We were and you know what? That's when he runs his cock holster the most, when he said, I'm not doing this. We were recording Haunted Visions with Rachel and um, Brandy on Saturday, and I was, like, dying to say, say stuff. Because, you, know, you know, Brandy was fucking up all kind of stuff. I, I was, she was dying to correct her. But mm-hmm. I, I was not I'm, fucking up anything. <laughs> Little right. cocksucker. I can say male. Male. <laughs> Timmy, say male. Say, no, say, say male. You know what? You will not discriminate against my appella- You will not Appalachian shame in here. Appalachian shame. <laughs> I will not have it. You will not Appalachian shame. We Do will not have it. not act like our stock is stock that could shame anyone else <laughs> in this world. But when you say male, male... No. Same, same well, and then, well, wait a minute. But the best part of that wasn't just how he said it. He then went to enunciate and said it the same way. <laughs> no, mel. I said send the mel. Mel. <laughs> mel. I'm glad we got, ain't got nobody from Boston on this motherfucker. What the hell does Boston have to do with anything? It, well, you know what? If it, was in, if it was in Manhattan, Brandy wouldn't know that that's in the state of New York. <laughs> What makes you say that? On the podcast about the hotel <laughs> in New York. It's like, it's, it's in Man- Manhattan. That's New York, right? <laughs> oh, damn. I don't even remember. Oh, damn. <laughs> and I don't think it was, I don't think so. Oh, I think so. <laughs> You're high. <laughs> I don't like it when mom and daddy fight. <laughs> Can you imagine my mom was on this podcast? It was on it, the hotels in the Lower East Side. Well, that's Manhattan, right? Now this motherfucker here can't remember anything, but he's remembering verbatim what I fucking said on a podcast from four days ago, or what you didn't say, or what I didn't say. <sighs> All right, so guys, he won a bunch of medals, a whole bunch. Medals. So he was a big fucking deal. And uh, <clears throat> I'll wrap it up with three meritorious servi- service medals. So Yates left the Army in April of 1996, apparently a year and a half short of being eligible for his full retire- retirement benefits and pension. Seems like bad planning. I totally agree. Geez, stick it out. It is not known why he left early or how much in retirement he gave up in leaving early. I am going to throw out there that he left early, probably because he didn't want to be tracked for the shit he did in (laughs) Somalia. Yeah. Although Yates' marriage to Linda Brewer was bearable. (laughs) That's lovely. (laughs) 
That's what you hope your marriage is. Not most marriages just <laughs> bearable. Is it really? That's not that, all you can hope for, really. It's just That's really what I've been do. shooting for for the last 29 and a half years. It's just yeah. bearable. I am madly in love with my husband. It has nothing to do with being in love. You yeah. can be in love with somebody and, and want to rip their face off. I have n- there, there's you nothing bearable. You think I love to Mrs. Colonel? No, but I'm just she saying I would woman. never describe <clears throat> my marriage as bearable. Uh, you you come over and live with her for about three months. Well, I didn't marry Aunt Renee. And quite frankly, let's not act like you didn't outkick your coverage. Yeah. Yes, above your station. Go ahead. <laughs> Although Yates is... Oh, yeah. So it was bearable, but the couple was distant from each other. They lived quietly in the suburbs of Spokane, but had very little in common besides their love for their five children. Jesus, five children. Oh. And I would just like they probably out, need I, a nanny. I just like point out it's Spokane, not Spokane. Why are you shooting me that look? I didn't no, say I'm it. No, I'm just saying it. I'm just saying since we're all on my uh, pronunciation, Spokane. Spokane. Yeah, good. Spokane. Good. Very good. Spoke fuck yourself. <laughs> so there's that. So she had five children. <laughs> they got five fucking kids and probably no nanny. And no nanny. If I had five kids and no nanny, I'd drive into a retaining wall. <laughs> Brewer would later report. I, I take that back to all you moms out there who yeah, are listening. They all understand. They get it. <laughs> Brewer would later report that Yates was quiet and kept to himself. Intimacy Don't was very all. difficult for Robert. Not that difficult. I mean. Five kids. Right. He, I mean, and some of those are misfires. So, you know. Yeah. It's not like. As they grew older, <laughs> Linda reported that they seldom had sex, and when they did, the act would only last for several seconds. After making love, Yates would immediately shower and demand his wife did as well. Oh, he won. That's Timmy. Damn straight. He won. <laughs> Wait. He did win. He did win. <laughs> Timmy. <laughs> did, did pieces of Timmy's journal get incorporated? I think, I think he got confused. <laughs> He, I was projecting a little bit. He went to the horse race theory of uh, sex. They, they, they I got I mine. You taught. better get yours. Yeah. First one crossing that finish line wins. <laughs> oh, my God. I... <sighs> sex is a deeply personal experience. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. It doesn't really sound like it is for you, In to be shower, honest. In my shower, it is. <laughs> I pulled a shower curtain. His personal shit in there, boy. <laughs> It kind of sounds like you have sex with anyone you, you have, can find you south have, of the border. You have sex. You you masturbate in the shower. Doesn't that like get? Is, I'm just start reading. Just it. read some more. Read more stuff. He does masturbate in the I shower. I don't care if you read the back of a cereal box. Start <laughs> reading something. <laughs> what about the bathtub? <laughs> Ew, God! No, no then the stuff whoa, just floats on top. Whoa! Yeah, whoa. What's that, wrong with no. you? What? Co- God, you're a foul Jesus man. Jesus Christ! <laughs> But oh do you? my! God. I do not take baths. There, and and also, you don't wallow in your own filth. No, I don't. I shower. <laughs> Every man showers. Lines are drawn, Tim. <laughs> Jesus. Baths are for women. Now a woman can masturbate in the bath. Well, yeah, because you That's don't actually get any shower. You oh, might get a little well, film yeah, on top, but, but I mean, you don't well, get. Well, no, all that. no, I'm, you have to use a lot of. Uh, bubble, bubble bath, bath yeah. Mm-hmm. For a lot of women, that's the first way they do masturbate. 
In the bathtub? Yeah. Well, I would assume so. You land there. It's from the running water. Get all friendly with yourself. (laughs) No, like running water. Putting. (laughs) Why is he asking all these questions about masturbation? (laughs) Some soap. Like because you don't do it. The faucet. You like a lot of a lot of like pubescent and prepubescent girls. I got a pop tart box you can read. (laughs) I got. I got anything. I know. I all I know is. I have seen Mrs. Oh. Colonel clean the bathroom down real good, and they give the shower head a kiss when she's walking out. <laughs> I don't know what. But not everybody has a removable shower head. Yeah, she does. Nor does everyone enjoy it. Yeah. Anyway, not that I would know because I have no idea. I, I I've wandered. Well, at least you're clean. I've wandered into an area here that I can't wander get back. Out of. <laughs> Andy's uncomfortable. I need that pop tart box. I'm not uncomfortable. I just know you, and here in about 20 minutes, you're going to start hurrying people along. (laughs) It's 10 after 2. Hang on. And we've got one page done. (laughs) So, after making love, he showered. His wife had to shower. Was it out of nothing at all? (laughs) Everybody had to shower down. Well, yeah. Linda. See, I always think of some really ugly broad when he says he's making love out of nothing. You know, you, you got to give me something to work with. <laughs> I think the phrase Not making love show, you don't. is the it's most weird. disgusting <clears throat> phrase in the making world. Making love? Oh, God. Really? Oh, are you kidding? Because you would say it, Colonel. Now, see, what I would do sometimes, like, I'll, we'll have a nice dinner, me and the Mrs. Colonel, and I will be in the bedroom and I will say, lover. You call, it, you call her a lover. Lover. Oh, would, oh, gross. Would you like to make love? I'm so grossed out by all of this. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm going to vomit. In. You, I, you, I can picture you laying on the bed like upside on your side. I'm up on my side like that Burt Reynolds in the pen, in the in the in the playgirl thing, and I'm like, Mister <laughs> Colonel, come on in here, baby. We gonna make some love. You got like a pillow at your yeah. crotch or something. Mm-hmm. Oh God, lover, I, lover, sweet lover, mine. You think you're grossed out? Come this on is in my here, uncle. Baby. Well, he's at least done it four times. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe three, right? One with my heart. Well, hey. twins. Yeah, so two, oh, really. Two. <laughs> One was spectacular. Was that Logan? <laughs> it was the twins. Oh. I split egg right in half. Shut up like about pinball. the egg. <laughs> She's going to stab herself with the mm. screwdriver. You, you think did you, you got it bad? <laughs> when mm. you had the twins, did you tilt? 
tilt? Yeah, like you know, like a it pinball the, machine. It was the reverse cowgirl. <laughs> like a pinball machine. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Don't you? It was. It was like you know, d d d. You hit it with the side uh-huh. side of your hand. D d d d d d d d. And then you split the egg. Yeah. That's how it works. It was masterful. I have, I have a che- string cheese that you can read. <laughs> he's just, he's just talking about an aspect. Yogurt. Of of a lot of our listeners uh, turn, tune into this podcast nope. to listen to his wisdom. No, they don't. Not now. Anyway. If you want to satisfy your wife, that's what you have to do. Quit saying, don't say stuff like, uh, when you get done making me that sandwich, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a high hard one or something like that. You just come up and stroke the back and say, "Baby, how about a little bit later? We make love." Ew! I don't want anything hmm? to do with any of that. Well, That's not. Ugh. Well, I'm just saying it works for me. It works for me. It works well, for me. I I guess if you're There's Mountain Dew bottle over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so she stated that he would often leave the home late at night and not return for hours, and he also spent many hours alone in his workshop. This is Bobby, the subject of our story, just so we're clear. Bobby oh, oh, his name's Bobby? Is it Bobby, Bobby? Du- du- Bobby Jr., BJ? I be- his wife called him Quick Draw Bobby. <laughs> well, <laughs> Quick Trigger Bobby. Yeah. I don't know how fast he drew, but <laughs> I know how fast he shot. <laughs> Are you guys okay? I can leave. No, I can't. It's my fucking office. <laughs> Put somebody's damn eye out. <laughs> He'd be all like unzipping his pants and then. <laughs> it's like when you're at the target range. It's like it's not even worth taking She's... your pants down. I know. <laughs> it's like, well, he's already pissed on himself half the time, so he might as well goo all She's of just himself. wearing goggles. <laughs> <laughs> trying not it's, to go blind. It's like when you're at the target range. Well, that's when yeah, that's when you end up hitting them with the floppy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I don't know what that means. Really? Well, it's when uh, you, your significant other. It's when uh, you've uh, crossed uh, the finish line, but they haven't. But you're yeah, pretending that you haven't, and you just keep going. Yeah, it's like just, the man is. You're just hoping finished. that it stays just kind of heavy on you. <laughs> you just don't. The man is already finished. The woman is, you know, you know, you know, screaming more and more and more. But he's already finished, so he doesn't. He can't do that, so he just pretends and he hits it with a floppy. Yeah. Just some little grind hip stuff like this. Yeah. My husband is a gentleman, and I do not get hit with floppies. (laughs) (sighs) Good lord. Anyway. But I guess not. You know, these people are going to be so glad we signed these papers. <laughs> <laughs> they may want to have a discussion with me about our content. Um, this is the first episode. Oh, my God. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> You're nervous now, ain't you? <laughs> So he left a lot and he spent a lot of time in this workshop and he and his wife would fight over this a lot. And one evening when Robert left the house at midnight out of anger, Linda locked him out at five straight. Right. 
At 5 a.m. the next morning, she was wakened by a pounding on the door. When she answered, Robert quickly walked past her without saying a word. He went into the kitchen cabinet where he grabbed cleaning supplies and went outside to the van. <laughs> Always a good sign. Yeah. When Linda followed, she was she saw the ins- inside inside side of the van was a mess as if there was a struggle. A mattress in the back of the van was soaked with blood. Growing increasingly suspicious. <laughs> she, said this, this she was not a detective, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> he did not marry Miss Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Linda demanded an explanation from Robert. Now, let me tell you what I would do. I would run as fast as I fucking could down the street and I would get my five kids. Why would you demand an explanation? Well, first of all, the first explanation I'd have to give is why I got a bed in the back of my van. (laughs) (laughs) So you could lay a floppy on whoever you wanted. That's something that's going to raise some eyebrows with the the missus. Well, we ain't never done it in the back of the van. (laughs) Robert told her that while driving, he came across a man on the side of the road who was holding an injured dog. The man had and needed a nap. The man had hit the dog with his automobile and was worried the dog was going to die. Robert placed the dog in his van and offered to take the dog to the vet. The dog, Robert explained, had died en route. Although still suspicious. Linda meekly accepted her husband's explanation of events. So, yeah, so he pulls that one off, and so now she suspects nothing. Is that what you're telling me? I mean, I, it, I guess nothing. that's he what... She nothing. He just says it's, it was a dog. It was a dog. Bloody most dog. Most likely she was just... Apparently the denial. blood loss needed in order to murder someone in the back of the van mimics the blood loss of an injured dog right. in her mind. So, let's see. Susan Savage, 22, and Patrick Oliver, 21, were the first to cross cross paths with Robert Yates, Jr. In 1975, the young couple were picnicking on Mill Creek near Walla Walla. When Yates happened upon them while practicing his target shooting in the same area. So, then he turned it on them, and Patrick Oliver was shot three times in the head before Yates turned on Susan and shot her twice. He buried the couple's bodies under a pile of brush where they were found within days. He didn't keep them in the van? (coughs) Well, no. He's already been, you know, that's been discovered. (laughs) Um, So it took took a further 25 years before the families of the couples would find out that they were the first victims of a serial killer uh, when Yates finally admitted that he was responsible for those murders. 23-year-old Stacy Elizabeth Hahn from Seattle was the first prostitute known to be killed by Yates around July 7th of 1988. Her skeletal remains were found five months later in Skagit County outside of Mount Vernon. Stacy had been shot once in the head. Initially, Hahn was listed as a possible victim of the Green River Killer. However, Yates finally admitted to her murder and was able to pinpoint the location she was found as well as her injuries. We talked about this earlier. There were mm-hmm. a lot of serial killers in that. Oh, you couldn't swing a dead cat yeah, without. You in, couldn't in swing a. You couldn't swing a dead sex worker without. Too far. Serial killer. Exactly. Uh, his confession was part of too a, far. part of a plea bargain so that he could avoid the death penalty. 
Jennifer Joseph, age 16, was found on August 26, 1997. Her body was found in an advanced stage of decomposition in a small secluded spot at the corner of Forker and Judkins Roads on the Peone Prairie. Are we interrupting you? <laughs> Jackasses. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I think I slipped one past Timmy that he is not going to like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because he's over here reading his pervy She was talking about all the serial killers there. We're going to have to go back. Oh, no. We're not going back. Don't keep out. Right. No, 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 no. I said you couldn't swing a dead sex worker without it. Yeah, I heard you. It was inappropriate. Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's too busy looking no, at Snatch over here. No, you reprimanded him on it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Tim, so why is the font on your phone so big <laughs> if you get because such perverted messages? I'm actually Because on, he won't so he go to the optometrist. I am the actually optometrist. reading the... Uh, I'm actually on Between Us Girls podcast page reading their posts. Perfect. All right, Friends so Jennifer Joseph had been killed at a close-range gunshot to the chest. DNA was able to be extracted from semen swabs and were undeniably matched to Yates. Do you have any semen swabs hanging around your house, girl? Um, just some socks under the bed. Have you ever seen a semen swab? I know. Oh, it's just a long Q-tip. Arr, swab the deck, matey. That's oh, what the he semen does. Be, it better be a big, big Q-tip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you better get a Q-tip. Well, they stick it down in there and swab I mean, around. you really want a giant Q-tip up your urethra? No, I'm just saying. If you My wanna... urethra? <laughs> yes. My urethra? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, urethra yes you're Aretha Franklin. <laughs> it better get some R-E-S-P-E-C-T. <laughs> you're going to do my Aretha. That's really bad. <laughs> All right. So the decomposed body of 29-year-old prostitute Darla Sue Scott was found on November 5th, 1997 by a man walking his dog off Hangman Valley Road. Two plastic bags that had been covering her head were also found in her shallow grave. Damn, her cause of death this? was two gunshots to the head. DNA found on Darla's body was matched to Yates, so clearly he was not cared about. Le he didn't care about leaving DNA all over the fucking countryside. Well, but this one, well, I mean, yeah. you're giving a recap of the, all of the murders, but I mean, this happened over like an 18-year period. Yes, but he still didn't care about leaving his DNA all over the well, country. Right, but, but I mean, this was in was, like the 90s, yeah, right? This, this was before, before people really. Yeah, DNA knew was such an issue. How? <laughs> <laughs> D DNA has never really been an issue for me, Timmy. No, but I mean, this that's is how they're identifying all these people yeah, is from now. the DNA. Yeah, now. No, not now. Like, they're saying DNA matched him to her. Yes, yes, yes. Once he was then. finally Back. arrested yes, and yes. his DNA was taken. Well, yeah, I don't think there's a database. I'm just saying that he's just leaving semen and shit all over the fucking <laughs> countryside. The, the uh, centralized database for DNA was like 1994. Oh, don't. Yeah, it was 1994. CODIS is what it's called. On December 7th, 1997, the body of 24-year-old... <laughs> Jesus Christ. 24-year-old Melinda L. Mercer, 24, was found on South 50th Street in Tacoma. She had four plastic bags covering her head, and she'd been shot three times. So what's he just putting, I guess, one right over the other? Well, what is not in... I, I didn't go into great detail in the script, but he would have sex with them after he killed them. Well, That's how a did thing to put why in didn't there. you put that in the script? That's an interesting Tim. tidbit because he wants to hang on to it to no, come up I'm with. It. You One now. thing I didn't put in the script, <laughs> right? 
Ugh. You know Tim's what? always got Easter eggs. Well, you know what? If you do your own fucking research, you would know. The cause if you would like to pass along the research, Timmy, why don't you let us know? Because last time I was told we are not allowed to well, do you're research. you're not because of goddamn Dr. Jonas Salk. Have you listened to that episode? <laughs> One of our classics. Good thing you classics. Somebody asked me the other day why we aren't doing more Ask the Colonels because they that was one of <laughs> yeah. their favorites. Yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's got three downloads so far. <laughs> so also on Hangman Valley Road, the body of Sean jo- Johnson, age 36, was found on December 18, 1997. Uh, her decomposing remains were found with two plastic bags covering her head. The cause of death was two gunshots to the head. Semen samples taken from her body were matched to Yates' DNA. 31-year-old Laurel Watson's body was found on December 26, 1997 in a gravel pit near, near again, Hangman Valley Road. They really should start looking at that road as a <laughs> You know, they should just <laughs> put a, a cop there in a, in a patio right. chair and just have him sit and wait. Is, hey, you dumping the body over there. Could you come here? Right. You, yeah, come talk to me. Um, her head was covered with three plastic bags. And she had died from two gunshot wounds to the head. Foreign vegetation, peanut shells, packing styrofoam, and chips of broken concrete were found covering her body that matched debris found in Yates' backyard. Semen uh, found on her body also matched Yates. (laughs) Semen found in his backyard. Well, might have (laughs) been. Sean McClenahan, 39, was also found December 26, 1997, next to the body of Laurel Wasson. Three plastic bags covered her head, and the cause of death was two gunshot wounds to the head. DNA evidence from semen was matched to Yates, as well as fingerprints on one of the plastic bags. Again, foreign matter covering her body was also from Yates' backyard, and semen was matched to Yates. Sunny G. Oster, age 41, was found on February 8, 1998. Her remains were found in a wooded area in western Spokane County, and have all the hallmarks of a Yates murder. Her head's covered with three plastic bags, and she had two gunshot wounds to the skull. Yates' semen was also found on her body. 34-year-old Linda Maybin's decomposing body was found on April 1, 1998. Her shallow grave was only 50 yards from the site of Wasson and McClenahan's gravesite. Two plastic bags covered the victim's head. Cause of death is one gunshot wound to the head. Semen on her body was matched to Yates' DNA. Non-indigenous plant trimmings covering her body were matched to vegetation in Yates' backyard. The next victim was found on January, or sorry, July 7th, 1998. 47-year-old sex worker uh, Michelin Durning was found under a bath cover by a transient in an area frequented by prostitutes in Spokane's east-central neighborhood. Cause of death is a gunshot wound to the head. Unlike all of the other victims, she was seen alive a week before her body was discovered. The others were found weeks, sometimes months, after they disappeared. Durning was not raped and was murdered where she was found. Connie Lafontaine Ellis, 35, was found October 13, 1998, in a ditch near the 1700 block of 108th Street South in Tacoma. Her decomposed body had three plastic bags covering her head, and she had suffered only one gunshot wound to the head. Melody Ann Murfin. He was running out of bullets. 43, right. Who disappeared in 1998 and was always regularly included in the Spokane Spokane serial killer victim list, 
Um, she would not be connected to Yates until after his arrest in the year 2000. Chuck? Is it ready for me? Yeah. <clears throat> it's about time now. Let me, let me bring some life to this script because you guys have... Would you say they kind of mangled it a yes. little bit to me? Yes. Now, Christine Smith, <clears throat> a lovely girl to me. Would you like a little uh, lemon, Colonel? I, I'm lemon good juice. right now. All right. Um, she, now, Christine Smith, she was a 32-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. She was robbed and assaulted by a man in his van on August 21st, um, 1998. Okay. August 1st, 1998. Okay. Smith Did was you re- just have a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> Christine Smith, 32, you over here distracting me, was robbed and assaulted by a man in his van. A man in his van, Sam I am. Smith was grazed by the gunshot to her head but managed to escape and report this attack to the police. She agreed to... Pr- Smith had agreed to perform oral sex for $40 in the back of Yates' van. $40? She must be good. Is that roughly the market rate? I don't know. Uh, this is victims, so let's... Uh, no, I don't know what the, what that would be. What's the adjusting for inflation in 1998? That would be about $75 today, would you say? No, I, I just... Am, I, I was taken aback by the amount because generally speaking... They're not that much. No, when when women are arrested for prostitution, when you listen to the tapes, the amount that they agree upon is usually five to fifteen dollars for a blowjob. So, damn. Well, I guess it was his fancy van that made the price go up. Fancy if you're gonna get van. in a secluded parking lot and somebody with a bloody mattress in the back of the van, you're gonna charge extra, I suppose. But uh, anyway, they're in this secluded parking lot. And uh, she, they haggled to $40, and according to Smith, Yates was driving the black van with the bed and the mattress in the back. Smith asked him if he was the psycho killer that had been killing prostitutes at the time. Yates responded know, by it's saying... Like, it's like cops. They got to tell you. They do <laughs> have to tell you. I mean, you can't... They got to tell yeah. you. Also, do you want to... Like, in that situation, wouldn't you... I, I'm just thinking... Wouldn't you pretend you didn't see the mattress? Well, I would think that if... <laughs> that if uh, I mean, I know what I would do. It would fly out of my mouth before I even thought about it. I'd be like, wait, that's a bloody mattress. Are you the crazy pe- Are you the? Are you the killer? But in retrospect, then I'd be like... That was yeah, perhaps I, you walk away from this deal. I've and made a huge the mistake. Mattress was not there at the time. You just walk away from the deal. That's all you do. It just walk seems away. backwards right. here because it seems like you would ask Here's if they were the psycho killer before you negotiated the price. <laughs> you know. She negotiated the price first and then said, "Are you the psycho killer?" Because if you're the psycho killer, you might the price goes up. <laughs> I would think it does. I'm. I just say that, you know. I don't know. Did he tell her? Did he tell her the truth? He said he was not the killer because he had five kids and would not do that. Ah. So, after several minutes when Smith had failed at arousing Yates with oral sex, Yates shot her in the head. God damn, he shot her in the head. Then how do we know what went on she, between the two of them? She survives it. She survives oh. it. She thinks that he She hit thought her. he hit her. Yeah, he said she thinks he's hit, he hits her with something. Nearly caused her to lose consciousness. But she struggled to stay awake and kept her wits as she fell backwards. Wow. So what I'm getting here is she was 
in the act of trying to arouse the man, and he fired off a gun at the groinal area. Yeah, he almost shot his own dick off. Yeah. I mean, it's too bad he didn't. Yeah. It's too bad he didn't. This poor woman, it's would have been because it didn't go into her brain. Jesus it looks Christ. like would have been cool. Yeah, it only scraped the side of her face. Where did the bullet go? Well, it doesn't into it, the ground, it, it, into the van. If it would have hit she him in the balls, she fell to rousing doesn't mean he shot her while she was in the act of doing it. She should he could she could have stopped and then he shot her. While she well, was no, but she fire. wasn't looking at him. She didn't see anything that happened. Yeah, you know I don't I mean? think that she I was mean, in the act. I mean, you hand down. us our pallets. We paint the picture. Yeah. I mean, we don't don't blame us for working with the palette. We're, we're like Bob Ross over here. Yeah. Exactly. Continue, Carl. Luckily, the bullet had only scraped the side of her face. She did not know she'd been shot. Neither She was like President Reagan, had no idea of being shot. She thought that she had been hit with a heavy object. It was not until she had been treated when an x-ray technician asked her, when were you shot, did she realize what happened. The x-ray showed fragments in her face, damn, and in her skull, face and skull. So it got in there pretty deep. During the course of the investigation, <laughs> police located a white Corvette. Not a little red Corvette, but a white Corvette. Several witnesses had described the car and reported seeing the victims entering it prior to their death using a new police database. Wait a minute, a white Corvette? Yeah, he had two uh, two cars that he used. He used a van, a and black a white van, Corvette. and a white okay. Corvette. And in it's fact, the first I've heard about the white he, Corvette. This is he, making its debut. He, yeah. had, he had actually been pulled over right after killing someone, and they were looking for a white Corvette, mm-hmm. but the officer wrote down Cor, uh, a white Corvair. Oh. And he, mm. So this is like three. Uh, he would go on to kill three more people. What the hell is a Corvair? It's a different car. It's the most dangerous car on wheels. That's not even close to a Corvette. What's a Corvette? Corvair was an old, um, back in the 60s, they had a car called Corvair. That's where Ralph Nader got his start. Oh, all right. Um, Because it would just flip over going straight down a road at high speed. It would just flip. So that was called the most dangerous car ever made. Yeah, and it would, it would like fall apart too. I mean, it was yeah, just they didn't handle fall in well. half. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah, they they just sometimes just break in half. Why well, it was like Fred? <laughs> all of a sudden, you're Fred Flintstone in it down the road with the with the car <laughs> broken in half. But anyway, it was a Chevrolet. All right. Now, using the new police database, the investigators were able to narrow their search for a white Corvette. Um. So anyway, they found one belonging to a local man. When approached by the police, the man said he had just purchased the vehicle from a man named Robert Yates. Mm. Yates' name seemed to be coming up more and more in this investigation, Timmy. Mm. Hmm. After searching the car, police found red carpet fragments, similar to those at the scene of several of the murders. Hmm. What do you think about that, Brandy? Hmm. <laughs> they also <laughs> found a small white I sleeve see a button. light bulb going off the top of Brandy's head. <laughs> belonging to victim Jennifer it. Joseph. Now, the analysis of blood smears found in the Corvette produced a match with a DNA profile generated through samples from Joseph's parents. Police started following Yates carefully. They obtained a search warrant, warrant, warrant for his premises. That's his house. They wanted to make sure that they... And surrounding areas. That when they approached him, 
It will be in a secluded area so that no one will be harmed. That's pretty smart, huh? Robert B. Yates was well, he arrested. He didn't come up with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I would have done it, though. Uh-huh. I'd have grabbed him right at the goddamn Chipotle. I would have said, <laughs> you, 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 right there. With the tax. Number seven. The, why don't you grab him at the Dreamy Whip while he's <laughs> yeah. there with his five kids? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love Dreamy Whip. No. So anyway, he was arrested on yeah, a highway. Get those ice cream wheels. You know what I mean? It's like chocolate and vanilla in between. And then they just grab. What are you talking about? An ice cream sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I was Which 12. Which is like an ice cream wheel. Yeah, they're good, don't you think? I got sure. a stomach bug, uh-huh. and the last thing I ate before was an ice cream sandwich, and I haven't been able to eat one since. That's that fascinating. That was well worth the 30 <laughs> seconds of my life. Continue, <laughs> Colonel. I'm 56 <laughs> years old. I've got maybe like seven years to live, and like 30 seconds. You, you do to not that. have I seven tell years us about to live. Ice cream <laughs> Continue, Colonel. I'm he's he only got. He's only got three of ice cream sandwich questioning. He's only got three stamps worth of life left. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you, you know what? <laughs> I'm sorry you had a tummy tummy ache, but I'm glad you shared that. <laughs> You know what? When the syphilis finally gets you from all the whores you apparently... Wait a minute. Do you think it has it? Have you seen him? Is that... Are we in the end stages here? Is that what's happening? Well, we don't say anything. We just kind of let him go along. Continue, Colonel. I'm trying my best, Amy. I'm trying my best. So, yes, I do like a good ice cream wheel. (laughs) Well, I, however, well, do not. I, I, I know. You had a traumatic experience with one. You're about to have a traumatic experience. Continue, Colonel. Okay. Please tell us what happens next. Now, we're on a, to recap, we're on a, they've matched up DNA. They got jizz and goo all over the place and what? blood, and they matched Let's up recap. shit. Let's recap. His grandmother killed his grandmother. <laughs> no, continue, Colonel. So at the same time. Now, at the same time, they, they grab him on this highway outside of town, in the darkness on the edge of town. And uh, at the same time, investigators implemented a search of his home. Hmm. His wife was reluctant at first to cooperate. It's a coordinated effort. And then they pepper sprayed and tased her. No, they Jesus did Christ. They well, did not. He's making that up. If you got a murderer and the wife's reluctant to cooperate, you're just going to get out the way. That's all you can say. Ooh, if you don't get bitch. out the way, then get you hit her with the, the pepper spray. Get out the, get way, out the way, bitch. Get out the way. <laughs> now, Robert's wife, being reluctant, after the pepper spray and the tasing, decided she was going to cooperate. Were her kids inside? They got mace, too. I wonder if they're all grown by now. Oh, Probably. Maybe. Probably. I was going to say, yeah, I, probably I mean. Probably from their lawyers. Because he, he was in the Air Force for 18 years. He probably got 30, had all those seven kids, kids yeah. over in Somalia. I wouldn't be cooperating without my kids with me. Well, a search at home found little, little evidence except for the red carpet found in his workshop. Next page. <laughs> a check of the garage <laughs> resulted in police finding a van similar to the one described by Smith in her attack. Inside Did you know in Alaska it's legal for police to have sexual contact with their with suspects? Did you know I get Huffington Post? What the uh, fuck is that with that? It's well, it's fucked you huff, up. You have what? What's a good I, way it, to get out? Huffington of it? Post just sent out a news update that says in Alaska it's legal for police to have sexual contact with suspects. 
Sex workers say cops abuse that law to solicit <laughs> that, sexual minute. acts. Well, no but shit. It, well, first of all, and is that a new thing? Why is all of a sudden news? I don't know. Well, because... It's, it seems fucked up, though. It yeah. is fucked up. No, I don't, don't know. I don't understand. It is fucked up. Why all of a sudden is it news? Because my guess is that it's an old law. Well, it's news because in my guess is the rest of the United States, it is illegal for a cop to have sexual contact with a suspect. You don't know that. Let me. Um, yeah, research and get back to us. It seems like a good way to get out of a speeding ticket to me. <laughs> But, uh, I have no doubt that you have blown many officers <laughs> in order to get out of speeding tickets. Yeah, you know, no. See, here's the thing: I have never gotten out of, huh? Or at least flashed. Some I have never cleavage. gotten out of, of a speeding ticket. Oh, really? Mrs. Colonel pulled over all the time. I think she gets the police to pull over on purpose. You throw them some nipple. Never gets a ticket. In never order to, ticket. hmm. You, she gets pulled over on purpose in order to flash her boobs show her breasts to police. <laughs> uh, that's what I and believe. And you know what? More power to her. If that's her gig, more power to her. Yeah, I think it's a strange thing she's you got. You got those but weird nipple things. You just flash those at them. They let you go. Yeah, your nipples are weird. You're, they assume you're on your way to your treatment. <laughs> 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 so Look at his hair in those I headphones. Know, I know. Oh, my God. Don't. Just keep talking. Okay, so a check of the garage resulted in we found the carpet inside the van. Police found blood stains, a twenty-five caliber bullet casing, and a bullet encrusted in the roof of the van. Hmm. hmm. It's starting to look a little suspicious <laughs> for this guy. He got he loved he the wife suspects left. nothing. Yeah. It was a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I had to keep, well, they had to, I had the to dog shoot the dog. <laughs> And to put the dog down. So anyway, the fragments of the bullet matched the fragments removed from the skull of Miss Smith and several of the other victims. One bullet just went right through all of them and, <laughs> and the dog. It's a pristine bullet thing. Yes. The arrest made front page news on I April would hope so. 18th, <laughs> 2000. I would hope there's nothing bigger going on that and day. On April you should be getting an alert on that one. On April 18th, 2-ot-ot-ot. 2000, Brandon. 2000. Thank when you, motherfuckers. When review <laughs> published... No, I'm, 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 I'm translating slow learner for you. Yeah. Not, not that you're a slow learner, Brandy. I'm talking about him. I, he I, he I, speaks in that dialect. I appreciate that. <laughs> now, the arrest made the front page news, of course. Now, when the spokesman of review course. published the mugshot of Robert of Lee Yates Jr., Christine Smith, the only victim to survive, yeah, she's the one contacted the police right away to confirm that he was the man who attacked her which makes you wonder why in the fuck they didn't call her up to begin with. She had no, to no, find no, this no. shit out on the no. newspaper. Somebody shot her in the head. and I mean, what? Yeah, she she went. She That's not good follow-up to me. She, I mean, she found, oh, you remember that lady that got shot in the head while trying to give the guy the blowjob in well, the remember, she didn't know that she I got shot. She, she went to the hospital thinking she had been hit. Like you and when the x-ray technician, they took x-rays, they found that she had... Bullet fragment. Did they call in, I'm sure they, they called call the police. Five zero at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they called the police. Oh, I wonder well. how many women we got that been shot. You know. Okay, but I'm just saying. <clears throat> now on April 25th, two ot ot ot, a lazy fingerprint 
that a have been developed. Fingerprint. A lazy fingerprint? You mean a, lying around? Let me rewind a that. A latent, latent fingerprint. fingerprint. Yeah. A fingerprint that was just laying yeah. there in a hammock. <laughs> it was faking. Yeah. It was just laying there, chilling. A latent <laughs> fingerprint. A lazy <laughs> fingerprint. It had been developed from a plastic bag. Do you know what a latent fingerprint is? Or a lazy one. I, a latent, I believe, is a clear match, isn't it? What is a latent? It's on a, a latent, good surface. A latent fingerprint is on, like, is it a print that's taken directly off of the surface as opposed to being like in something? Did you know okay. that, Tim? You didn't know that, did you? So. Oh, wrap it up. Wrap, wrap it, up. it up. Yeah, here we go. Okay, now uh, they got the latent fingerprint. Okay. And now they got Yates. Now they got him. I mean, they, they got him Good. dead to rights here. So he's arrested for murder, Timmy, mm -hmm. and attempting murder. Now, the police pressed Yates <laughs> for a full accounting of his evil deeds, Timmy. Hmm. They want to know about hmm. his evil deeds. Hmm. Police suspected. Putting pressure on him, Brandy. Yeah, they had that little light bulb shining in his face. He slapped his face with a glove. Yeah. Or a dick. <laughs> no. Or a trout. Yeah, or a trout. trout. Now, they suspected that they he was involved <laughs> in the disappearance of 24-year-old Melody Ann Murphy. Yes. However, they could not locate a body. Now, on Monday, October 16th, still in the year 2-0-0-0, faced with insurmountable evidence against him and the almost certainty of receiving the death penalty if convicted of the charges against him, Yates, through his attorneys, announced that he was ready to strike a deal. You guys are never going to get this. Just come here. Just in exchange here. for <laughs> receiving life in prison, you yeah, said. You 13 murder convictions. I'm ready. I'm ready to deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. something out, can we? If you're a prosecutor, you get 13 murders well, cleared uh, up. You, you, come on. You're let's let's be good. reasonable here. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's. Come on. Yeah. I, get a window, I, I, I believe window we could work this out. This is something, you know. Yeah. We could be. Let's be. Let's be gentlemen here. Yeah. That's what they're saying. So anyway. He gave him a map of his property in the backyard under a flower flower bed he claimed was the body of Murphy because they wanted to find this, this that wife Murphy young never lady. just yeah, he's she digging was, up their backyard. Yeah. Well, I believe she was she was doing the perennials, so she never had to. Is the perennials you don't have to replant every year? Yes. Okay, so she had perennials, so she didn't worry about the flower bed. You know but how she you would know look that? at it being dug up because annuals. See, are the ones you have to plant that, every that, year. That doesn't make sense to me. All right. Annuals, let's, let's it's when it they bloom. We're four See? hours in this thing. <laughs> okay. Okay, motherfucker. I, you know what? Ice cream sandwich, motherfucker, over <laughs> here. Is... Now, he he gave him the map where, to find the body. Yeah. They'd mark it with um, She was buried in the side yard <laughs> under the bedroom window. Old dots. Yeah. Now, author, although authorities... Thoroughly searched the yard after his arrest. They did not find her body until Yates provided him with the map. Evidently, they didn't thoroughly search shit. Well, I mean, he could have lived on 35 Were Yeah, were they just out there with one of those little garden shovel no, things? Well, I, those saw, I actually saw a documentary on this, and they, he had put some, like, wood chips over mm -hmm. the... the uh, yeah, you still dig that shit up. Yeah, but I mean, that's how he covered it. With wood chips. Wood chips. Well, now they got those Dude, little sonar his body wife finders. Is also, his wife. A decomposing body has an odor. No, that's why the, the wood chips. 
Remember when you were younger and they threw that shit on the barf that people threw up in school? <laughs> yeah, and it still smelled like barf. Yeah, but it was better. That's probably like that the same principle. That was sawdust. And like, I mean. Wood chips, sawdust. It's. <laughs> Six one half dozen the other. Continue, really Colonel. Is. Although authorities thoroughly what? searched, they didn't find the body. Two weeks later, they find the body. He pleads guilty to 13 murders. And the task force says, ooh, we they go out to the bar, have a bunch of drinks. Now, Yates got to go in front of a judge. Now, wait a minute here. Wait a minute here. This is good. This is a good part. Now, this judge is not all this pleased with him. Ah. So, he sentences him he to like the map. 408 years in prison. With the possibility of parole? With the possibility, <laughs> yep. But if he, with good behavior, he could probably get out in 222. Oh, okay. Was it consecutive? Um, no, this was... They were concurrent, so see how he he beat the system there? He did. Yes, but. But this is not the end of the story. Is it Bobby Kennedy Since for the murders of Connie LaFontaine Ellis and Melinda Mercer took place in nearby Pierce County, the court held that the plea bargain made in Spokane was not valid. No. In 2006, nine. Yates was convicted in Pierce County for the murder of Connie LaFontaine and Melinda Mercer. He was sentenced to death. Death. Robert Lee Yates now serves on death row, Washington State Penitentiary in Walla Walla, where they let him out to be violated by other prisoners once a day. No, it is. Walla Walla. He's in Walla Walla on death row. And the how... How ironic, because that's where he used to work. It the same ironic. institution where he once served as a prison guard. He is now getting beaten with little it, other inmates are taking Wet soap and Wet putting noodles. bars of soap and socks and beating him every day. Have you ever been hit with a wet noodle? No, but I've been hit with a bar of soap and a and sock. He's been hit with a penis. You ever been hit with a sock full of nickels? I have not been hit with a sock full of nickels. But he knows somebody. I have hit somebody with a roll of dimes in my hand, though. How about um bag full of oranges? No, a sock with a padlock in it. No. That's the worst thing no. I've ever seen somebody get hit with, I think. Other than maybe a full 40. I a saw somebody 40. get a 40 cracked over their head. I saw somebody get terrible. hit with a baseball bat. Oh, see, I I couldn't. <clears throat> Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> Dominique, I hit somebody, I hit somebody f- with a uh, napkin holder one time. Excuse me. I heard. One of his big-ass chrome uh, napkin uh, holders. This is, the, uh, this is when we do the summary. Oh, also now we're in a hurry, motherfucker. Yeah. Now all, all of a sudden, sudden we're... Uh, no, Dominic, tell us more about ice cream sandwiches. Dominic. Yeah. What? Dominic, your final thoughts on you don't serial want to know more killer. You about Lex, uh, whatever, Lex Luthor. Your final thoughts whatever on serial killer Robert Lee Yates Jr., also known as Bobby, a.k.a. BJ. A.k.a. Bobby. Um, I am glad that he is off the streets and no longer terrorizing women, particularly sex workers, who are some of the most vulnerable uh, people out there in terms okay. of... T- don't you dare. Don't you dare. I you asked for my final thoughts. I don't sit you here. Ask her for a, but he's like Jerry Springer, though. He doesn't really care. Yeah. He just wants you no, to say something. Brandy, your let final me tell you thoughts. Absolutely not. Here, when you ask her for a th- final thought, she liked Jerry Falwell. She's going to go on for a first whole all, half hour uh, giving uh, you a sermon. First of all, you're not even supposed to be here. Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> he sucks. 
Brandy, your final thoughts on Robert Lee Yates Jr., <laughs> also known as Bobby. He sucks. He sucks big ass. Colonel. And that's a oh, final we meant thought. your thoughts on Bobby. It would have only been Not better. Tim. The only thing that would have that could have solved this if they would have got to think Corvair right, but um, wouldn't it have been cool if he would have missed it and blown his balls off, and that's how they would have caught him? That would have been cool. Didn't happen that way though. No, it didn't happen that way. But so I hope he's getting. Shit? I hope he's getting abused. In a perfect world, there. that's what would have happened. Yeah, I hope he lives for a long, it's one of those, like, healthy time. Frog had wings, it would bump its ass every single it day. No, yeah. don't hope, don't wish for prison abuse. That's not right. Okay, um, it is for him. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. See, that's what you. That's what's wrong. No, with that's you what's wrong with you. Types. No, see, let me explain something. Look here, to you. Snowflake. If you call me Snowflake, <laughs> if you call me Jimmy hey. Fowl, hey, or, hey. Jimmy Jerry Falwell. Uh, Brandy, let's uh, let's thank our <laughs> Patreon supporters. If you would like to support the podcast I, on Patreon, please go to patreon.com. I got the last word. <laughs> slash history dweebs. And uh, where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or... Or just a wee little bit, Timmy. Thank you, Colonel. Just a wee little bit. Like Brandy. The wee, like the wee little last storming out of the room here, to Timmy. Our, um, <laughs> Patreon supporters. Yes, we would like to thank Bridget Bernhard, Stacy, Christine Heuer, Cheryl Weldon, Jody Wells, Daniel Bassett, Jen Moyer, Tommy Lane, Jason Dykes, Shelley Garrett, Bridget Clavey, Brandy McBride, Jennifer Savoda, Maggie Glover, Daniel Sweet, Amber Anderson, They Walk Among Us, the podcast, Lorna Violet, James Seabright, Michael Deo, Kelly Charette, uh, Karen Widner, Callie, Joseph Kerr, Lauren Meredith, Jessica Greeno, uh, The Pleasing Terrors Podcast, Sarah, Amber Croup, The Now American History Podcast, Rebecca Osinger, Karen Alden, Cheryl, Katherine Richardson, Fiona, Laura O'Reilly, Christine Bourgeois, Maja, Aaron with an A, Kimberly Cameron, Elise, The, uh, the Podcast of History Goes Bump. Amber Trevino, Annette Petre, Lise, Amber Scoville, Jahara, Alicia and Chip, Dr. Jeff and Don, Andrew Happ, Karen Barnes, Richard Flynn, Holly Woodward, Shirley Strapp, Todd Long, Lydia Fisher, Tyrone, Phyllis Munson, Melissa Montoya, Brittany Martin, Jennifer Siemens, Cindy Lou, Kristen, Heather Poole, Zachary, uh, Canadian True Crime, Charlie from the Insight Podcast, Donna, John, Sue Story, Nene, and Rudy the Wonder Dog. All right. Thank you. Again, if you would like to support us, please go to patreon.com slash history dweebs, and you can help us out. And a special shout out to our friend, Ben Fitton, who has been helping us a great deal with the Dead Ball Podcast. Yes. Thank you, Ben. Uh, any final thoughts, anyone? Anyone want to say goodbye? No. Nope. All right, thank you. Any final uh, thoughts, uh, D Dom Dom? You've got to be kidding me. I can't. We just can't hear a little bit closer. I said you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, we heard that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So right. nothing then. Say nothing. goodbye, Dom Dominique. Goodbye, Dominique. Say goodbye. Uh, bye. <laughs> bye, bye, everyone. See you bye next bye. time on History Waves.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.